Mana 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 this is social discasting welcome to social discasting a podcast where my guests and i discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves i am brandon aka brandon hope you're well my guest is the writer director and animator of the very funny short hemlock and steve as well as a fellow film fan and noted cy abelman stan please welcome michael welcome thank you thanks so much for having me brandon absolutely thank you for being on yeah of course so how are you? Uh, you know, uh, I'm like safe uh, and I'm healthy. So I feel like there's like not a lot to complain about. But like, you know, uh, it's everything's weird. It's unfair. I, like, I can't even wrap my head around it still. Much as I feel like kind of I went through that. I guess everybody or maybe we still are. Mm-hmm. Just this form of shock. Oh, yeah. A- and maybe it's just that as we're now kind of, I don't even know, coexisting, mm-hmm. so to speak, with it. That you just kind of like adapt as much as one can to something that's still so... You know, it's just so cinematic, yeah. this whole thing. You uh, you just said, like, uh, adapting it. It's, like, kind of concerning that, like, to an extent, like, this just this feels like day-to-day now. And, like, it's not normal, but it feels, like, more normal than it did to begin with. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like um, adjusting to it. No, me neither. You know, <laughs> because then it's, like, this is just life now. And then, I don't know, in a weird way, it's, like, my brain makes it think... Like, everything's okay, even though I know it's not. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that, but at the same time, what like what can you do? Yeah, it's like the only way to, like, really cope with it is, like, just treating it like, oh, like, this is just life now, I suppose. I know, like, I I don't know. I mean, it's like, what truly, what else can you do? Because otherwise, what, you go out and you, you don't wear a mask? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and, I guess that's, like, the alternative. And and that's, that's cool, yeah. quote-unquote, I guess. <laughs> like, fucking hell yeah i um that is definitely one way to just i know around here you know in arkansas just driving around it you ju- you truly wouldn't know that any that a pandemic was happening let alone wow. like anything else oh it's so you wild. don't see like any masks around very very few interesting wow yeah it's truly wild that's pretty scary it's frightening it is and um the only reason honestly just by extension of that that the numbers aren't Worse is is just because of of a relative lack of population density, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's sense. truly wild. So how yeah how uh, how are the masks how is the mask situation over there? Uh, so I live in Los Angeles, and like it seems about like half and half because I do feel like I see like a lot of masks, but which just makes like when I don't see one like all the more jarring. Yeah, and I still do see like restaurants full of people which is like real concerning to me like i go on a walk every day uh and i'll always like walk by like restaurants that just seem like packed both like outside and inside like i don't know what you people are doing (laughs) like you just think like oh this is like not a big deal or this is like the flu what is that mentality is it just the a part of me is just like is it that people are like well i did it for this many months right i'm good that's good now and and I do think that like the more people that I see out, I, I just assumedly that they've never been hit in any way personally mm-hmm. or affected by this. Sure, they don't know somebody who has. Uh, I mean, hopefully not. Obviously, in these theoretical people, but lost someone or just had somebody that was deeply negatively affected by it. And mm-hmm. it, and to me, from a you know, unfortunately, from a human standpoint, that mentality makes a lot of sense. Sure. I do think, like, as a country, we are just, like, very individualistic, and that even counts towards, like, blue states like mine, where we just kind of filter all of that through, like, self-care. 
Like, yeah. Cooper's like, oh, you know, like, I gotta live my life, so, like, I'm just gonna keep on doing what I do, yeah, despite everything. Yeah, it's like, how can I possibly live if I, if I don't have my toast? Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> or, you know, whatever the case might be, like, I mean, at a certain point, you might be alive, but you're not living, right? Right. It's like, dear God. Um, I want to ask you about Hemlock and Steve. Oh, sure. I really like it. How? Oh, thank you. How much work? How much work was that? It took you a month. Is that right or more? Uh yeah, it was about like a month. Uh, I was like not sleeping a whole lot. Uh, yeah, it took about that amount of time. It's actually like based on like I started like a comic uh, about it like about ten years ago, and then like I just started dabbling with um animation like maybe about like a year ago. I was like, you know what? Like I'm just gonna take this like old thing I made and like it'll be easy. And like it wasn't easy. <laughs> But I bet it was a hell of a crash course. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think I've like gotten better since then, but that like was a good learning process for me. Yeah, yeah. Is it um, was that just what? What did that come out of? Was it born out of just um, kind of a, a mutual love of animation and comedy, or or what exactly? Oh, you just mean me going into um, animation what? in general? Yeah, animation in general. But I guess previous to that, you said the the comic book, right? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I've I've always liked uh, cartoons and like comic books, um, and I mean it's like mostly what I watch, other than like hard drama, I guess. But like yeah. I've always been like an Adult Swim kid. Uh, I grew up on like on a lot of comic books, um, so I've like always kind of wanted to do it. And then I've always like considered going to school for it, but like I, I mean I can just like kind of buy the things I have now and then just like learn. And if I ever decide to go in the future, I can do that. Yeah, it's been like kind of fun to pick up. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, though, about um, I'm, I'm definitely a person who just likes to kind of I get my mindset on something and then I just I just dive into it. Oh, yeah, and sure. I like kind of, you know, like um, I got, obviously it's like one thing to read about something. But for me, it's like that's cool. But if unless I don't apply it and actually do it and kind of figure out what I what I want to accomplish and mm-hmm. how to do it, then it's just really difficult for me. So I, I definitely would, can understand going that route. At least for now. Like, what is that a big? Uh, what's a big thing like that for you right now? This podcast. Oh sure. Yeah, I mean for sure. You know. Yeah. I uh, I mean I I'd done a little radio before that and um, before this I guess, and and a, a different podcast. But in terms of just never kind of creating something from start to finish, and for me it was like I, I had the idea, and then within nine days I had a logo made, and I was recording the first episode. Oh yeah. And I never edited before. Sure. And as we talked about before this, I hate editing. That's one thing I <laughs> that's one thing I quickly learned. Sure. So, you know, after like 30, 35 episodes of editing, I was like, no, I think I'm good because it took up a lot of time, especially three days a week. Sure. So I mean, like, uh, part of the charm yeah. of like podcasting is just like, oh, they're just like loose and you're just kind of, yeah. it's like a real conversation. I mean, that's a very cliche thing to say, but that is like the appeal of them. For sure, yeah, it it absolutely is. Like it, I also like, and and I feel like Twitch is more of this now than than podcasts are. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it's whatever you want it to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Twitch is so cool. I, like I, I really like some of the things that are happening, and I'm so fascinated by what it could be because it could be anything. Mm-hmm. There's only like a couple shows that I've seen. Like I've seen like Jack AM, but I don't know if mm-hmm. I've seen like a whole lot actually. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different ones like. Um, Andrew Koth, who uh, King Koth, two K, he has a DJ set that okay. he does two or three nights a week, and it's 
Cannot recommend enough. It is so good. That sounds cool. And he was previously on here. He and he posts on um, he posts on his Twitter account just the set list mm-hmm. after he does them, and it is they are so good. That's awesome. Cannot recommend it enough. Um, I hear there's like cooking shows on there too. Like there's they've kind of just got everything, right? Yeah, I mean, pre- yeah, pretty much. It's it's interesting because like um, podcasts were this interesting way, but in a in a kind of funnily archaic way of like it's a version of a radio which is mm. kind of funny in a way yeah. but it was like to connect with people and humanize people more and just to, like you said have conversations but i mean in terms of like a kind of a technological evolution of podcast being a version of radio mm. now twitch is a an interactive version of tv mm. oh, yeah. and so it's like even more wild you know like what the possibilities are mm. and so it's really cool it's um, like funny how much all this is like been helpful for like a pandemic like quarantine situation truly truly i mean i mean we we got you know john krasinski's show out of it so um, (laughs) (laughs) so it's like oh perfect you know (laughs) and then you got to do eight episodes and then in no way cynically sell it for 20 million (laughs) dollars and then be like oh i'm out because i've got you know to do a quiet thing quiet ones <laughs> a quiet place i think a yeah. quiet yeah yeah, yeah 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 sorry he's doing a quiet place three <laughs> <laughs> you know what uh he's winning i guess he's married I, to emily blunt uh he's selling um, uh a show where he just reads other people's news <laughs> like no one's doing better than john krasinski yeah it is fascinating that the idea that it's like um yeah he's definitely doing it for the right reasons the way he's doing eight to ten episodes where the overhead is like nothing like <laughs> like it's to pay for his internet and then he just requests other people's stuff and then just texts his friends to be on to do appearances um i mean I, more power to him i guess i don't know so like I what guess, is the uh, content of the show i haven't i've never seen the krasinski news show it's just happy things it's all very like saccharine this is the good stuff happening in Basically, and let's ignore that big bag pandemic. <laughs> I will say to his credit, he got out before, you know, the pandemic got so bad you can't do good things about it. Oh, wait, so this is before the pandemic or is this, I uh, did it during- This is during the pandemic, but it was like a month and a half. Okay. Sure. And then he sold it to CBS for like 20 to $30 million. Oh my God. Wait, is he still going to be hosting it or is Oh like- no, he's done. <laughs> he's done. Yeah. So it was a very, um, in my opinion, like a very uh, cynical cash grab. Wait, but like, I figure like part of the appeal though is like, it's him doing, like, I don't have any like feelings about him like whatsoever, sure. but like, I'm assuming like part of the appeal was like, he was the host, right? I guess. I think that's what, at least what got eyes on it initially and then get, helped it gain momentum. Sure. But it was just uh, it was just funny to watch because it's like, oh, yeah, celebrities with, you know, unlimited resources <laughs> still have bad audio and don't look very like aren't all, you know, buttered up or look, made to look amazing by <laughs> hair and makeup. So it was kind of funny in that regard. But mm. as they are so far behind the curve of everybody else, like the, you know, Joe Hartzler's and Jack Allison's of the world mm. who've been doing Twitch for years now. Yeah. And had it down. I want to ask you, I'm more and more invested by the second of the movie bracket. Oh, yeah. Uh, so are you, you're also a friend of Neil, uh, Neil's son. I've, I do not know him. Okay. But I have been watching it. Sure. And voting. It's like become huge in the last like month or so. Just because I think nobody has anything else to do. But like I know. I, their minds over it. It is wild to watch, especially when just to see what the matchups are. And I was, I'm not even kidding. I was both annoyed, <laughs> but annoyed that I was annoyed that that fucking Alita won. <laughs> so, and, and I get why. The Alita, Alita army 
Uh-huh. It's a force. They're the most powerful army like in the country. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, I wouldn't want to face them in <laughs> any internet or probably literal battle at this no. point. They have the numbers. But the fact that it won... Mm-hmm. is infuriating i mean they're like a very worthwhile heel and i like i kind of respect them. oh no i do respect it and i will never negatively tweet about it because <laughs> it will be the end of me for sure but it was just that thing of like it's funny just to see this thing that i know is arbitrary but then my cinematic brain mm-hmm. is just like no this is better than this and then it's just <laughs> It's so ridiculous, but it's fun to watch, though. Just experience it. So, like, the deal with the bracket is that, number one, uh, Neil is a great guy, but he's also a supervillain. So he's, like, <laughs> intentionally being, like, very trolly with what's going up against what. Yeah. But also, like, uh, the deal with the bracket is, like, it's not canonical. So, like, uh, the two ways you got to approach it are you're going for chaos, and then you get mad about the things you want to get mad about. <laughs> yeah. It is great, though, just as a as kind of, like, my, my movie nerd brain kind of mm-hmm. just processing and truly of these like how does this go against this at all (laughs) and just thinking about that and uh i don't know it's great and i love it and it's also infuriating because then i see a thing that i believe in for some reason but very strongly Uh and see it not go how i think it should and i'm just (laughs) tutting in the corner you know and like the races get like heated like uh one of the recent ones that like was very funny and like very infuriating was uh uh beale street versus paddington too and it was like (laughs) about like it was like almost a tie but like bill street just barely won <laughs> and look bill street is beautiful yeah but paddington 2 is is just happiness in a film <laughs> it's so good <laughs> i'm getting mad at you <laughs> oh why because of paddington 2 huh why because of paddington 2 yeah. i love paddington 2 i like paddington 2 a lot too but it's like not bill street i agree sure. it is definitely head versus heart sure I, I will say though that hugh grant should have been up for an oscar I would agree with that. Hugh Grant's fantastic in that movie. I think I mean, it's so a good great. movie. Paddington 2 is a good movie. I'll say it is. That. I know we're talking very two very different things <laughs> and two very different levels of things. Sure. What do you think? I know that this is obviously a special year for the way that, well, for everything. Sure. But through the prism of film of how things have come out and mm. far less, but we've still have gotten some things. It's tough to grade, obviously, but it feels like it's been kind of a downer year, even amidst all of this, because I was thinking earlier about, I like plenty of films. There's nothing where I think about like, oh, I loved that movie. Hmm. Uh, like it, the most recent thing I watched that I like really liked, I saw First Cow, which is like fantastic. You I'm going to watch that? that like tonight. I sure. Think. Yeah. Um, but like otherwise, like, yeah, it's definitely been like a slim year for like both obvious reasons and like, the ones that came out earlier weren't all like fantastic. No, I agree. I think I didn't like Palm Springs. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, here it, it's really good though. It is. It is. It's really well done, and I'm a big fan of. I mean, honestly, everything that Lonely Island has been associated with. Oh, I knew Sandberg was in. I didn't know it was like a Lonely Island project. Yeah, no, they they produced it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and Sandberg co-wrote it. Nice. So oh, yeah. it's. I it's love fun. everything they do. Yeah, I've said this a billion times, but um, honestly, like MacGruber is my favorite comedy. Oh yeah, it's the best. It's so funny. It's perfect, and I'm I'm really excited about the. Uh, I mean, whatever it's going to be, mm-hmm. the uh, Peacock TV show. Yeah, uh, be, I mean that might get me to subscribe to Peacock, I guess, if not uh, <laughs> other means. Yeah, I think it'll give. I'll have a um, strategically timed trial. Sure. For that. Yeah, I'll probably end up doing that too. I've actually messed around a little bit just to get an idea of HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And there's some pretty cool stuff on there, actually. Oh, yeah. They've got, like, a really good library. Uh, they've got all the Looney, T- Looney Tunes, which, like, I'm obsessed with. And then yeah. uh, they also have, like, all the, like, Turner stuff. And, like, it's a pretty good selection, actually. Yeah, I was surprised. I, 
I don't know. I guess, it, I don't know. I guess it's not the most surprising because HBO has a lot of good stuff in general, you know, previous to just becoming maximized. But sure. but even, you know, obviously having the Miyazaki films is pretty great. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they have some Crunchyroll stuff too and some Adult Swim stuff, which mm. is pretty cool. But I don't know. I, the, the Turner Classic movies, I, I really underestimated some of the stuff that would come with that. Oh, definitely. Like it. I don't know if they're like trading with like Criterion because I noticed that like I watched Mikey and Nikki uh, last month but uh, when it was leaving and like now it's just on HBO Max so I don't know if they're just gonna be like trading titles. I'm not against that if they do. Yeah me neither because I do have both of them. Do you, uh, do you have Criterion? I did but just looking at like just ways to kind of cut down a little bit that oh, was sure. one of the unfortunate cuts but I kind of want to I don't know wait a couple months and then get it again and just burn through a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. But there is some overlap for sure. Sure. It's been nice. Um, are you, have you like um, messed around with any of the other ones like Disney Plus or Apple TV Plus or anything uh, like that? I've taken like a hard like moral stance against Disney Plus. I've decided even though like I would love to watch all of The Simpsons, like that's the one thing I think I'm missing out on. But yeah. uh, I don't have Disney Plus. I don't have like Apple or anything like that. I have like Hulu, like Netflix. And that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah. Hulu's pretty cool. At least, um, I mean, I I can't remember if their Fox content that was bought, you know, is from 20th Century Fox because that was going to go on mm. Hulu. I I can't remember if that's gone on, but I know FX is on there. Yeah, and they have a lot of good shows. Oh yeah, like it's always sunny. Like I always throw on. Yeah, yeah. I've been um, rewatching some of Fargo as well. Oh nice. And I I really well first two seasons anyway. I'm. I'm a huge fan, and third one I, I think is pretty good. Yeah, uh, season two I think is like really good. Uh, season three I wasn't too hot on. Yeah, I'm extremely curious about season four. Yeah, with uh, Chris Rock, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm fascinated because you know I I like him, but I I I don't think he's a good actor. Uh, that's he might be like right for the role though. But you're right; he's like not the best actor, even though I like I think he's like really funny. Obviously. Yeah. 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 I'm curious but, about his uh, Saw movie. You, you know about that, right? Oh, yeah. Is it the this the Saw saga? Calling it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which he like he wrote the story for it? I think he's directing it too, right? Is he? Okay. I, I like knew a, that there a Chris was... Chris Rock picture. <laughs> just the idea. Uh, yeah, let me confirm that. I, I knew that there was like fascinating involvement, especially when they announced it. Mm-hmm. And that... Um, well, that Samuel Jackson's playing his father, and he's playing a detective, mm. and that's—I mean, there's so much. Okay, so Darren Lynn, Lynn Bozeman came back for this one. Okay. Okay, I, but I think when they announced it, though, that he was going to direct it. Gotcha. So he just wrote it then. Yes. Okay. Even that is fascinating. It is. <laughs> I'll just, uh, yeah, just the fact that it's called Spiral. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Are they aware there's of Uzumaki? <laughs> uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I wonder if that's gonna be like Yeah, it's a, it's an homage. <laughs> 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 uh there's no telling. But um it seemed, it did seem inevitable that they brought back Saw just because I don't know, just all these companies are less patient about any kind of dusty IP. Mm-hmm. So it stands to reason, the, especially one where, I mean, with how little these movies cost, I mean, it's just, it, you, you're you guaranteed, especially in the horror genre, just 
to make money instantly. Oh, absolutely. That's like why I've been wondering why, like during this like quarantine, like why aren't there just like a hundred unfriended movies? Like you could easily do that. Did you uh, did you watch that recently? Is that right? Uh, yeah, I just watched. Uh, so I've only seen the second one, but I like watched it recently, and I think it's like kind of great actually. Yeah, I need to uh, I need to watch it because certain movies like that, especially ones where they're it's it's kind of a it could be if not it already is its own like kind of new genre of sure. showing things. I guess um, searching is kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like a better version of searching, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Like it really That's captures a... like the way at least I use the internet, I think. Yeah. Well, that is, uh, that's an interesting thing too, just to kind of convey that, for lack of a better word, that language of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it lends itself visually to be able to do that. So I'd be really curious just to see, because I like searching, but to see it done well. So I need to watch that, I think. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Cool. Um, what have you been, I know you said you walk every day. Uh-huh. What have you been doing to kind of, I don't know, just to, I don't know, pass the time or keep yourself sane amidst all uh, this? Because it's so difficult. Uh, well, I, I work from home, which so like, there's like some sort of like structure there. Like it's, it sucks to say, cause I like, I don't like my job, honestly, but like, yeah. it at least like helps me keep track of the days. And that feels like so weird to say and i like don't like saying that but i know what you mean though like i need i need some form of structure something sure you know some kind of uh carrot to chase every day like i uh i just took off like two days for like my birthday coming up and like i just feel like oh i'm like not going anywhere what am i gonna do with that time yeah yeah you know i guess just um any ability to decompress even Mm -hmm. i guess if you're it's a decompression from work, even though it's the same location. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, it's nice, like, not being at work, for sure. For sure. For sure. And just to be able to... I don't know. That That is funny, though, just the idea of to... I'm going to re- relax in the place that I work, but it's also the place that I live. But, <laughs> but which hat am I wearing today at this moment? <laughs> <laughs> like, otherwise, I've just been, like... Uh, I've been, like, trying to draw. I've been doing a little better recently, but, like... My attention span recently has just been like kind of shot. I don't know how yours has been. Same. Yeah. You know, I've, uh, it's funny, you know, like when this started and it feels like so naive now, but mm. I was just like, I'm going to catch up on all these movies. Yeah. Things I've been wanting to watch and all this. And I just don't, my attention span really, it's not so fractured, you know, that it's, I can watch 20 minutes of a movie and I'm done. Mm. But it definitely, is lending itself to watch more TV yeah. than films right now. Yeah, that's uh, the same deal with me. Um, yeah, I remember in the beginning of the uh, quarantine, I like feel like I at least tried to get stuff done and like watch as much as I can. And now like I don't have that in me anymore, I don't think. Yeah, no, I um yeah, i I'm just trying to I don't know, I'm I'm trying to not be hard on myself. Sure. And and but also trying to have some kind of goal but also not one to where i feel bold to what necessarily i have to do it it's just trying to figure out a way to have something to chase while also not beating myself up if i don't accomplish it yeah that's kind of i feel too like it's just nice to have like goals of any kind but like i get yes. annoyed with like those tweets are like ah if you didn't finish your script you still got the rest of quarantine like 
it's fine to like not do anything right now like things are weird and shitty <laughs> yeah like you don't have to be productive it's fine shakespeare wrote Macbeth, but the bit yeah i see that stuff and it's like that's cool yeah however and and all due respect but fuck off <laughs> like you know just the idea of like different people have different speeds yeah different people cope differently absolutely i know what you mean no do kind of bristle at it mm. honestly like truly i'm just trying not to lose my goddamn mind oh yeah absolutely <laughs> That is it. And I don't know what that means or, or the ways in which to do it. Sure. But I'm just trying everything. Like I'm yeah. oscillating between like uh, listening to audiobooks. Mm. And some some days that works. And mm. then other days not so much. Yeah. And I've got like this giant Pirates of the Caribbean Lego set. Hell yeah. <laughs> the big ghost ship that was Javier Bardem's. Yeah. In the last movie. Haven't even seen that movie. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's so funny. Uh, I know. Doesn't matter, but it's like just a ritual of brain looks at picture, <laughs> brain must match picture. Sure. That's good enough. Yeah. And it lets me kind of like zone out, but like let things process in the background. Yeah. So it's just little things like that that are, I'm just trying to find healthy distractions. That's actually a good idea. Like something that you don't have to like think about much. Like I should get into like puzzles or something or like, or yeah. Legos or like building Gundams. Like uh, maybe I need like an arts and crafts sort of thing like that where like, I just have to think about putting this thing together. There are so many cool sets out there. If Legos is what I'm talking about, that's, that's kind of what I know more than of the set variety. But there are so many cool ones out there that are worth looking at and varied price ranges. And I hadn't done Legos in years, but it's just you look at the, they give you the visual, but they don't necessarily hold your hand at the same time. Mm -hmm. It really is good for the brain, I think, to just process things mm -hmm. and to do a thing and you can like zone out, but you still have to think. It's almost like a repetitive task, but it's towards a cool goal. I might have to get into Legos. I'm just like talking to you right now. I really love it. Like I do. I do. I have a one that I've been waiting to do for a while. That's the, that I bought like for myself a while ago. That's the Batman Tumblr. <laughs> and I am so Knight. excited. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a big sucker too. I'm very excited about it. So it's, yeah, I know in my brain, I just think Legos, children, and I get, you know, my brain, I'm just like kind of defensive about it, <laughs> but it's great. I yeah. cannot recommend it enough. Sure. I got to do that then. And then otherwise, like, I guess I'm just like on Twitter all the time. Like, I think everybody is now. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, I've been um trying to take a step back lately just to make sure I'm not neglecting things, you know, here. That's good. As much because it's so easy to just log in and just blink and it's been hours. That's true. You're right. But at the same time, I've got to check that movie bracket. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is there anything you want to like promote or point people toward before we head out? Nothing right now. Uh, I guess you can check out like my Twitter uh, if you'd like to. Uh, and I sometimes like post stuff there and you like whatever I have done will usually be pinned. So uh, I guess that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks you. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening. Hope you're well. Stay safe. Be well. Please wear a goddamn mask. And don't be so hard on yourself. Doing the best you can. That's all we can do. Just I just survive. That's all I can do. <laughs> Anything from me, let me know. It's at Inquisitive Dick or at S Discassing for the show. Otherwise, thank you again for listening and goodbye. <laughs>